This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Stock Bros Podcast. My name is Tony, and today I'm going to talk about the history of taxes in the United States and how we got to where we are today. So before we get started, please remember to subscribe, leave a review, and check out my links in the episode description below. I get a lot of questions about what's the best stock to buy right now, uh, how to diversify your portfolio, and all these other questions about investing for beginners. Well, you can check out my course on Udemy, which is in the episode notes below, and also my link for Acorns, which is the easiest investing app for beginners. Uh, it's pretty simple. You can invest using your spare change. It rounds up your spare change to the nearest whole dollar and invest it off of purchases that you make using your debit card. Or you can directly invest daily, weekly, monthly. Uh, it's pretty awesome all the options that you have for auto investing. They have more auto investing options than any brokerage that I've seen. And when you use my link, You'll get $5 invested in your portfolio when you get started. So let's get into taxes. Since the 1950s, individual income tax has been the primary source of revenue for the U.S. government. So in fact, payroll taxes and income taxes make up about 80 to 85 percent of all government revenue today. And payroll taxes include tax for Social Security programs, uh, you got Medicare and other social safety net programs. And it all began in the 1700s. So as you know, before America was America, we were the British colonies. In the 1760s, Americans wanted to separate from British control. And it was primarily because of unfair tax policies. The British imposed harsh set of tax policies on the colonies and they didn't allow the Americans any voice in political matters. And most of us know the famous line, no taxation without representation. After the Revolutionary War, which obviously led to the creation of the United States, our founding fathers created their own set of laws and rights for our newly founded country. And this document is known as the Constitution. Many of you have may, may have heard of it. <laughs> so the Constitution gave Congress the power to impose taxes and other fees on the general public. At that time, with the creation of the Constitution, it was considered unconstitutional and illegal to impose a tax on income for Americans. So the very first tax Americans had to pay was an estate tax, and this was in 1797. The reason for this tax was to temporarily fund the creation of the U.S. Navy, which at that time was crucial. Whoever had the best Navy had the best chance of winning a war because obviously there was no air forces in the 1700s. <laughs> so for much of the 1700s and 1800s for that matter, the federal government 
mostly made their money off of taxes on imports and export tariffs and not off of income. In that same time, states and local municipals created taxes to fund their own infrastructure plans, to maintain roads, bridges, etc., and other projects without the government's assistance. Now, in 1861, this is when we had our first ever ever imposed federal income tax. So on August 5th, 1861, President Abraham Lincoln imposed the first ever federal income tax by signing the Revenue Act. Now, what this did was, one, it created what is known as the IRS today, and two, they imposed an income tax on 3% of Americans' incomes, anybody that made over $800 a year. So if you made over $800 a year, and anything over that was 3% tax rate. Now, to put that into today's terms, an annual salary of $800 in 1861 is equivalent to about $27,000 in 2022. In 2022, that tax would cost you roughly $810 per year. So that's pretty laughable compared to today's tax rates. <laughs> if you were making 27 grand and you're only paying $800 a year, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. So in 1871, the Supreme Court actually repealed Lincoln's Income Tax Act and said it was unconstitutional to tax income. And the reason why he imposed this tax in 1861 was to fund the Civil War. So they needed money to fight the Civil War. Now, in 1871 and beyond, there were instances where Congress tried to impose a federal income tax. And in 1894, Congress passed legislation that created a 2% tax on incomes over $4,000. But that tax didn't last long because in 1895, one year later, there was a famous case Pollock versus Farmers Loan and Trust Company, where the Supreme Court found that directly taxing Americans was unconstitutional and that income tax, that 2% income tax, was actually overturned. And this leads us to 1909. So about 20 years later or so is when we start to see Congress coming together to actually change the Constitution. <laughs> so that's how they got around the Supreme Court rulings over the last 100 plus years, where every time they tried to impose a income tax on Americans, it kept getting overturned by the Supreme Court because it wasn't legal in the Constitution. So the way they got around it was, hey, let's work together, Democrats and Republicans, and just amend the Constitution. So in 1909, the president that was responsible for this was William Howard Taft. And the reason for this was the economy growth was slowing tremendously and times were getting tough and the government needed more sources of income. But every income tax act that Congress created had been eventually ruled unconstitutional and overturned by the Supreme Court. 
So like I said, they figured a way around the Supreme Court and they just created a new amendment called the 16th Amendment and enacted the first nationwide income tax, which is now the federal government's largest source of revenue today. And since then, since that 1913 amendment, we've had multiple tax policies instated. So in the 1920s and 1930s, we saw the gift tax, which came in 1924. We saw the first ever sales tax, which was enacted in West Virginia in 1921. And 11 other states from 1930 to 1940 enacted a sales tax. After 1940, 18 more states had sales tax in place as well. Now, Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and Georgia are the only states without sales tax. In 1935, we had social security taxes. And even though actually, even though 1935, President uh, Franklin Roosevelt, otherwise known as FDR, signed the Social Security Act in 1935. They didn't actually start giving out benefits three years later until, or five years later until 1940. So they started collecting the taxes in 1937, and then they started giving out the benefits in 1940. Now, those of us that are investors and have dividends, dividends were subjected to ordinary income tax for much of the existence of dividends. But in 1954 is when they started creating exemptions and tax credits and taxing dividends at lower rates. In 2003 is when we saw the first ever qualified dividend tax, which meant if you held your dividends for a certain amount of time, which is a year or longer, you actually qualify for a lower tax rate. If you sold off your stocks or your dividends uh, before a year, then you actually pay ordinary income tax. So qualified dividend tax is the same rate that we use today. And some fun facts, just to wrap things up. Initially, the federal tax day was March 1st in 1918. And then they moved it to March 15th. And then in 1955, Congress moved it to April 15th. So since 1955, tax day has been April 15th. So hasn't moved since. So that about wraps up the history of taxes. So you can actually thank President William Howard Taft for changing the Constitution and making it legal for the federal government to connect to collect income taxes from Americans. And we have been doing that now for over 110, 113 years now. Obviously, I don't see that changing anytime soon because the government pretty much collects all of their revenue from income tax. So unless there's some other way they're going to make up that huge amount of revenue, you're going to continue paying taxes, everybody, unfortunately. <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought it, was, it would be interesting to go over the history of taxes. And now you know how it all started. So, thanks for listening. And please remember to subscribe and check out my links 
in the episode notes below, and I appreciate all the support. Thank you.